Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. It says, not only did the Lord himself, Jesus, declare this this message to us, which should be enough. That should be enough. If Jesus says it, that settles it. But not only is the message of the gospel, the message of salvation by grace through faith in Christ, declared first by the Lord and then by apostles that he commissions, but this message even further, it was God bore witness for us by signs and wonders So if anyone was tempted to say, well, how do I know if Jesus is actually the Christ? How do I know if this message is reliable? See, I think what the author to the Hebrews is doing is this. He's comparing and contrasting verse 4 now with what what, what we saw in verse 2. Verse 2, we saw that the message was declared by angels. And when we dig into that exegetically, as we've already done, and go to Deuteronomy 33 and Exodus 19, we see that it wasn't just one or two angels. But it was thousands of angels. And there was a physical, observable, witnessable, visible theophany of God on Mount Sinai, namely the smoke and fire. And the mountain itself physically trembled to where the Israelites could feel it in their boots. How do you know if a a message is actually coming from God? Well, a flaming mountain and a trembling earth and thousands of angels helps. That's a good sign. Right? That's a pretty good sign. It's like, well, is this really God speaking? I don't know. Are there 10,000 angels, a mountain on fire, billows of smoke, and trembling earth? Then it's probably God. Whereas when you and I say, well, God told me so. Yeah, what was that like? Well, I was eating ice cream, and I just had a thought. Probably not God. Probably not. Do you see the difference? There's a big difference between those two experiences. All right? So, so what we're seeing is, is that... The first message, which proved to be reliable, it's not just that it proved to be reliable. This message declared by angels the law. It's not just that it was reliable. But but it was also easy for the people to trust because it was accompanied by powerful signs and wonders. The smoke, the fire, the mountain, the angels. And it would seem unfair at the risk of almost being blasphemous because it certainly wouldn't be unjust on God's part, but it would at least seem unfair if God delivered this first message, the message of his law, with signs and wonders to accompany it, to validate his law, so that it would be believable to the people. But then he gave the other message, the only message that has the hope of saving us, namely the gospel, but without validating it. And so what the author of Hebrews is saying in verse 4 of our text now is that God didn't do that. In the same way that he bore witness when he delivered the first message of the law through angels, he likewise bore witness so that no one would would have an excuse, so that everyone would know this message is just as reliable, even more reliable, that it is trustworthy and true. It is validated by God himself. He bore witness by not only sending his son to deliver the message, but also bearing witness through signs and wonders. 
and not just signs and wonders, but various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed not just to Christ, not just the apostles, but to all members of the early church. In the early church, you have apostles who have a unique spiritual authority, right? Peter is walking down an alleyway and people are bringing out their sick to lie there so that his shadow might pass them by, might be cast over them and they would be healed. The apostle Paul, pieces of his garment, cloth are being taken from him and passed out so that people might be healed. Now, I don't believe that every member in the early church had that level of spiritual gifting. But we know that there were spiritual gifts and not just gifts of helps and administration or the gift of teaching that we all believe that, that are still in full effect today, but even the sign gifts, even the sign gifts of prophecy and tongues, these were not just given to the apostles, but given to many members in the local church, not just apostles, not just elders, not just deacons, right? Philip had four daughters who prophesied. We see in Joel chapter 2, in these last days, your sons and daughters shall prophesy. I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. Even your maidservants and your men servants will prophesy. So the point is this. The message of the gospel, it was delivered not by angels who are mere servants in the house of God. And not even by Moses, which Hebrews goes on to say was a servant in the house of God. But the message of the gospel, unlike the message of the law, was not delivered by servants in the house of the Lord, but by the true heir, the son in the house of the Lord. So we have servants in God's house who deliver the law. But we have the son himself and the true heir who delivers the gospel. And just as the law delivered by servants in the house of God, it, this message was was testified it was collaborated validated by by smoke and fire in a moment in a moment for maybe a few days maybe a few weeks but this message delivered by the son the message of the gospel salvation God bore witness of this message for decades for decades by the son and all the miracles he performed by virtue of the, the chief of miracles, namely his bodily resurrection from the grave on the third day, his ascension to the right hand of the Father, the fact that in his resurrected body he appeared to over 500 witnesses, but not just miracles that Christ performed, but everything that his apostles did as well, and not just them, but elders and deacons and even members and maidservants and men servants and sons and daughters in the early church prophesying, speaking in tongues, the dead raised, the lame walking in all these ways, not just in a moment, not just for a few days or even a few weeks like God did with the burning mountain at Sinai, but for years and even decades, God collaborated God bore witness, God validated that the message he spoke through his son was just as reliable, if not more reliable, than the message he spoke through his servant, Moses and the angels. Therefore, the attitude of his people should not be an attitude of moral mediocrity. It should not be an attitude of lethargy, but of discipline and diligence. Not so much out of fear, hoping to attain something if we're good enough. But rather an attitude of gratitude. Didn't mean to rhyme there, but an attitude of gratitude. Saying, look at what God has done. Look at what he's given us. This is better. This is deeper. 
this is more glorious. And because it is more glorious, we want to dive deeper. We want to pay much closer attention. We never want to be distracted. We never want to drift past. We never want to get too cool for the gospel, too intellectual for the gospel, too theological for the gospel. As we learn different doctrines, it's all within this university of gospel university. Many classes, but all under the banner of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The message that was delivered not by a servant in God's house, but by the son and the heir of God's house. And a message that was validated not by smoke, and not by fire, but by the resurrection of the second member of the Trinity. And all the signs and wonders he performed and his apostles and the early church. Our attitude should be an attitude of paying much closer attention. That we would be like the angels in First Peter. We would be zealous to dig and dive deeper into these things. Thanks so much for listening. But real quick. Before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.